0: Welcome to the Christian Contrast Podcast, where we talk about the ways in which Christ calls us to live differently than the world around us. My name is Garrett, and with me today is John. How are you doing, John? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about discipleship again. Awesome. We're going to be talking to different people throughout this podcast and getting their different perspectives on discipleship. I'd love to hear from you. What do you first think of when you think of the
1: idea of discipleship? I personally think of a mentorship, somebody coming along, some someone, and encouraging them, guiding them. Um, and just kind of a life's journey. And so so I know for me, it's always been a personal thing where um, somebody came alongside me at one time and helped me to grow, taught me things. And then it's kind of passing that on to somebody else.
0: Do you, do you remember, was there a shift in your thinking as a Christian where you um, realized you kind of had to take it on yourself? I mean, we all become Christians and we know we're supposed to grow. I feel like sometimes there's this little waiting period for many people where they become christian and then it can be a couple years before they really step into kind of regular growth opportunities
1: absolutely i i really think it was a a growing thing for me you know i wasn't confident what do i know what can i share with somebody but as i grew i understood you know well in life you know as a movie theater manager i was Mm -hmm. around a lot of young kids i had a, a lot of opportunities to see people hurting and seeing ways that I could help them. And I think in my spiritual life, the same thing happened As I grew and the Lord taught me things. It gave me the opportunity to come alongside people and encourage and give them, give them hope and hmm. sharing Christ and showing that, they're, that you can have hope in, in Christ. Do you think that um, discipling
0: and mentoring others was, was part of your discipleship process?
1: Absolutely. I had uh, several several different things. I grew up in a Christian home, mm-hmm. so I had a family that my parents modeled that. And as I was older, when I was 19 it was the first time I was, I actually sat with my pastor and mm-hmm. I was discipled by him. We went through the book of Romans. And as we went through that, I, I grew and had an understanding. And he even challenged me at the end. He goes, now that you've gone through this, it's time for you to pass this on to somebody else? And like the question before, it actually probably took me, it probably took me a good 10 years before mm. I was willing to step out and do that because of fear, I can't do this. And I, I yeah. was a little timid to do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of us feel that ourselves, you know, do we feel like we're, we're able to disciple someone? I think a couple of things play into that. I think one is, is there are, you know, a few people who have never been discipled and haven't been modeled that, like like your pastor modeled that with you. Um, but there are some people who who maybe have are used to maybe receiving discipleship and are unsure about what it takes to to step out and do that. What would you say to someone who um, is really anxious about taking that step out? They're they're, they're worried that if they go out and, and approach someone and say, Hey, would you like to uh, enter into you know a friendship and we can connect and
1: grow? Um, what what do you say to get over that initial concern? So I have two things when I think of that. First of all, God has made us relational people. So we need each other, and really in discipleship, I look at that is you're coming along somebody and creating that friendship. And so as a relational person, I want to dive into you, and then have you know that that's a two way thing. So so you're going to grow together, you're going to be challenged by each other, and uh, so so that's an exciting. Result of yeah. being willing to step out mm-hmm. and, and do that, and then the other thing, what I have found is, the more I say, "Lord, I'm willing," He presents the opportunity. You know, I might not know. It's even in like a prayer. You know, sometimes you might be intimidated to pray in a crowd or whatnot. Whatnot, but what you find is, the Lord, the Lord puts it on your heart. He's the one speaking through you, and when you realize and you're submitting to to Christ, those things. They'll they'll come your way when you give the opportunity. When you give the Lord the opportunity, they will come your way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's Sometimes we often say, like, be careful what you pray for because it's going to come. And I often tell people, you know, the very best way we can pray is just pray for opportunities. Yes. That God put them in front of us because then it's our job to step into them. Absolutely. Okay. So let's get practical. Um, Give me some of these examples of some of these discipleship relationships that you've done or some of that you're in right now.
1: All right. Well, two come to mind. One's more of a accountability. I have a friend that I've known for many years, and it turned out that we were in a men's Bible study together. Um, we came to LBF about two years ago, and he and his wife happened to be here, but I knew him from a church that I grew up in. Hmm. And so we were able to reconnect. That's cool. And, and, and through that, you know, we, we got to connect a little in the, the men's Bible study and we just started talking and we decided to, to be accountability buddies together. So in, in that manner, I look at, it's still discipleship because we're challenging one another. We're not afraid to say like, hey man, I, you need to work on this. Or, you know, hey, will you pray for me on this? And then it brings it back to scripture an opportunity where we can share through the week and encourage. So it's an encouragement. Mm-hmm. We're still building that that bond together and we're growing in our relationship and growing closer to Christ through it. Yeah. I think that's a, a really a
0: huge part about
1: discipleship It really can start
0: like that and, and exist like that. Absolutely. I think of growing up, you know, going to a Christian college and a bunch of guys in a dorm and sure we, we wanted mentors, but we were young adults. So we felt like we knew everything maybe. And, uh, we just often always had this desire to, to be accountability partners for each other and knowing that we, we need help and that we need, um, People to uh, keep reminding us to step out in faith and make that next step towards growth in God, and I think that, um, like you said, and we said earlier, you know, iron sharpens iron is right. a great saying, and and uh, we forget that you know, that comes from the idea that um, two, I guess, weapons can become sharper right. just by spending time together. You know, right. sharpening each other, right. And um I think that there are probably even some relationships right now that that people are in around uh, this church that it's just going to take one conversation to turn that relationship or friendship into some discipleship, right. And you might be thinking it's one awkward conversation, but I bet it's it's really a needed conversation that as soon as you say that, there's a good chance the other person. Just waiting for someone to invite them into a relationship. They'll jump
1: like on it. People, like I said, people are relational. They they need that. There's a lot of hurting people. What you find is if you're willing to step out and do that, encourage somebody. That's something a lot of people are yearning for because they have no one to talk to. They they mm-hmm. just dwell on things and they think on things on their own, and it's giving them an avenue uh, to build that relationship. And then when you build that through Christ and through Scripture. That, I mean, that sets a solid foundation so we can grow as uh, together.
0: Right. I, I think all of us want that deep down inside. I Absolutely. think there's this, maybe it's part of our culture, this tension to not admit that we need help or, or that we see that someone else might benefit from our experiences or wisdom that, that somehow feels arrogant. And, right. And I don't yeah. think that we see that in scripture very often no. we, we see people reaching out and people responding and we know deep down um we want someone to do that for us they say that, that one of the number one reasons someone comes to a church is because they're lonely and they want to connect with somebody else right right and what more of a deeper connection than say let's let me help you or you help me
1: grow closer to christ i think that's honorable so, Tell me yeah. a little about the other relationship that you might... So the other relationship is a fairly new relationship. I was doing a Bible study through um, the summer, a men's study, and I had a gentleman come. And through through that study, we got to grow, know each other a little bit. You know, a lot of it was just through the format of the Bible study, you know, prayer requests, things mm-hmm. like that, and, um, comments made. And by the end of the Bible study, through through the summer, um, one of his prayer requests was uh, he would just like to have a mentor come mm-hmm. alongside him. So afterwards, I went to him and just said, I'd be happy to do that. you know. And uh, I looked for an opportunity where I can share with him. And so over the last couple of weeks, we're actually going to a restaurant in the morning and just open up scripture. And really, even starting out, we're just starting out getting to know each other on a mm-hmm. deeper level and finding out how I can pray for him, what we can do. Um, we're going through the proverb. So if it's today is the 11th, we're doing chapter eleven, and we're going to do a few verses in that, you know. And yeah. so, so just challenging them and um, coming alongside them, encouraging them, and in that one I feel more like a mentor, somebody that I have something that I could pass along, and encourage you and help you to grow. And you know, and I know through that as we grow it's going to go both ways, you know, and we're going to, and out of this, we're going to have a great relationship as well.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, John. I mean, you're doing exactly what we're asking much of our congregation to do is to to step out and enter into some of that uh, discipleship relationship, kind of be a mentor. Tell me a little bit about the, maybe the dynamic of the moment that it happened, or maybe the, the first time that you guys met, what was it like to navigate through this new relationship and how you would turn it into something that's discipleship? So I was
1: like, "What's your sign? No, no <laughs> No, no, seriously, just just getting together, I wanted to get to know him more on a personal basis. I wanted to know about his family, you know, uh, did he have kids? you know those things. I wanted to get to know him on a uh just on a personal level, and then through that, we were able to open up and start to talk about some of his needs, you know, and i I shared some of mine. Hmm. um one thing that I'm not afraid to do as I'm not afraid to open up myself and be a little vulnerable to show mm-hmm. people, Hey, we all have problems. We all go through things, but Christ is who gets us. Th- Christ is who gets us through it. Mm. So, um, that's something that we really sat on and talked a lot about, you know, and just, what I wanted to assure him is as we, as you go through the, our walk, as we go through our journey, we're going to have tough times, mm. but we could have a peace and joy because of who Christ is and what he's done for us. And yeah. so kind of set the ground rules. And, and now from there, we, we can build off of that.
0: Yeah, that's great. You know, I mean, it, I think I love that you talk about uh, you spent so far the first couple of meetings just getting to know one another right, and sharing needs. I think that's um, there isn't necessarily a magic formula of things that you have to talk about. Um, in a lot of ways, there's probably plenty to talk about, right. even in the context of growth and discipleship. Right. Because uh, the the practice of being vulnerable with somebody else is a form of discipleship right. and growth, as opposed to keeping it talking about sports and right. things like that. Being vulnerable and talking about the areas in which you need God um, is already growing
1: both of you absolutely and you know even in that for instance i met with him this morning okay and we had a game plan and i said we're going to go through this book we're going to make this our plan mm-hmm. and a- after talking and getting a little deeper uh, i i kind of did a game changer i said well I, I think that this might be a little better let's go here first and we'll, we'll jump back to this you know and so so even even taking that time, it, it helped to, to, to set a game plan to say, where, where are his needs? You know mm-hmm. where are my needs? How can we work this together? Right. And, and so we did a game changer. And so it doesn't matter. It doesn't um, it's first of all, it's just getting together the opportunity, to be together. And then there are all kinds of resources. The church Mm -hmm. has resources and you can find other things uh, online or whatnot. Um, I grew up, like I said, with my my parents, I grew up in a Christian home where uh, they have a lot of resources. So so I'm not afraid to call my mom and dad still and say, hey, what would you think on this? You know, and obviously Pastor Dan and uh, Gary and others here that you could do the same thing with. It does seem a little
0: daunting about what you're going to talk about what what the content is going to be. But I think uh, if you take a few moments to think about, uh, what it would look like to, to do life with someone. Um, I think you'll, you'll find that there's so much that you could dive into. I know for me, a lot of the discipleship relationships that I've entered into is someone has had a crisis in their life, right. something big is happening and they, they're maybe not, they're not looking for discipleship, but they're, they're just looking for prayer right. or they're looking to connect with someone. And that's a moment. And I, I've had discipleship relationships with other people that the first five meetings is all we, I just had one question for them. What do you think God is trying to show you during this difficult right, time? Right. And that took up five meetings because that included um, kind of the backstory to the situation. That included uh, where God has been in their life, uh, maybe far, maybe close. Maybe, maybe the struggle is, is that they're struggling, they're struggling with that question, why do bad things happen to good people? Because they felt really close to God. Right. So then you dig into that. Or maybe they've been really distant to God, and they're wondering, is this some kind of sign that, that's something that God is doing to them. Then you dig into that. What, why might they be feeling that way? Right. And um, and then, over time, you know you can walk them through. um, you can continue to help them grow and and spend time in the word and 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 maybe uh, begin to think of the situation in a new way. but it's it's uh, even those five meetings with someone that you were willing to meet with them during a difficult time is probably something that they've never had
1: before, right. And I think that's key. And this is always hard for me being a guy, as I was always a manager, I always want to fix things. Mm-hmm. And even in discipleship, a lot of it sitting back and listening, being willing mm-hmm. to listen so you so you hear what what the other's needs are. And that's even in both of the relationships in my accountability buddy and in you know where I feel more of a mentor. listening is key. you know and you learn a lot by just shutting up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then from that then you can take it to the next level to see where you need to go yeah. and something that I'm really sensitive
0: about um, is just kind of this loneliness epidemic that we have because of the internet and social media and I think that um, these types of relationships these intentional growth or caring relationships are getting fewer and far between my wife works at a university and, and they do surveys every couple of years and uh, up at the top three every time is wanting mentors, wanting someone to pour into them. And it's, it's a daunting thing to do that for thousands of students. They're not quite sure how to do that, but they know that's a need of, of all people. And I think that, um, our hesitance or our nervousness to jump into a relationship, we need to think about how needed it is and that the person is really going to be really excited and it's going to be like they're thirsty Absolutely. And 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 the, the water the life that you're giving is time and attention and listening to them, and um, I think it's it's
1: gonna it's go a lot better than maybe people are thinking it's Absolutely. going to go. Absolutely, and you know I really believe that when when you're calling on the Lord and you're asking Him to direct you, and even if it is a no. You'll know, and it. And most people aren't going to be like, "No, I don't want to do that." Mm-hmm. They're going to be, "I'm not at this time," but just take that from the Lord as okay. Right. Then we'll move on. But, but seriously, even in when you're thinking about discipleship, a lot of times you've already started somewhat of a relationship, so you know mm-hmm. when you're able to step in. It, it's, it's building those relationships and taking it to the next level right. because there are so many people that are lonely and it's just being, being willing to step out get out of your comfort zone a little bit and you'll just find you'll just find that you're blessed and that you're able to bless others and uh yeah and that's what it comes down to
0: and and you're right they could say no but then they, they'll be thinking about that Absolutely. all week long or all month long that you they might, come, they back might, to might you. come back right. right that's great so another thing that, that we had talked about a little bit briefly before is kind of this this dynamic that discipleship is both a thing we do on a daily basis and live out, but it's also can be part of a church program and a ministry. Uh, I was part of a discipleship program at a church, and uh, we found this curriculum. and The tagline for the curriculum is, "Is um, we know you want discipleship in your church, uh, we don't have the answer, but this is one of them, or something like that." All it was right, like, "This is right. just there's lots of different ways you could do it. Here's one." Your problem is, is that you're not picking one. So just pick this curriculum right. and go with it. I'd love to hear a little bit. You had mentioned that it's kind of probably a blend of stuff you're doing every day on your own with people. But you can also participate
1: in discipleship within the context of a church community. Sure. Well, and I think that's part of body life, right? If if you're involved in a church, they're, they're going to give you some avenues where you can grow with that. And LBF is we have a focus on discipleship. And they have some curriculum out there, and it's a great way to 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 start. Really, you know, it as you look through it, I, I look at no matter what discipleship for me is always on a personal. It is a personal thing, but they they connect they coexist because you know if the if the body life has something a program going on it's still all about relationships you're still building relationships and so it it co-exists in that um you just have a program and it makes it really easier for you because on your study time and things of that nature uh you have a program it's kind of outlined for you it helps you to dig a little deeper and um so when I say easier for you, you still have there's still preparations and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But what's great about it is um, you're on focus with the rest of the body. And so what I'm doing, somebody over here can be doing the same exact thing. Right. And, and so it just gives a great avenue where people can grow together and be on the same page.
0: Yeah, and and I think there is there is some benefit to. Um, Getting a curriculum and learning a little bit about some of the process that suppership can work, I I think of people, and it's been kind of the theme of this episode, or maybe hesitant to take out. We can't ignore the fact that we're we're calling for deeper interpersonal relationships, and introverts right now are listening to this freaking out. I
1: can't they're do like, that. I
0: can't do that, and an introvert, and that's not a, that's not it's just who they are. Right? That they're they're not somehow less than extroverts. Extroverts is like. Yeah, I had three discipleship conversations before I even got here today. Right, right. And they love that aspect of of faith. And I think for, for introverts it can be daunting and, and, and scary. And I think that one, the first thing I want to say is, you know, you can still do discipleship in your way. You know, that mm-hmm. definitely could start maybe their text conversations, maybe you're texting right. prayer to someone. Maybe the idea of going up to someone and asking for a formal um, discipleship relationship is is really scary. But you could definitely start by just reaching out over text yeah, and showing care and asking for prayer requests.
1: Well, I, I kind of look at it like this: I, I was, my wife and I are opposites, right? I'm the guy the cannonball. If I'm going to jump in, I just go for it, right? But she has to put her toe in, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit one step at a time. Yeah, and, and that might be what it takes, you know. Just take little steps, you know. Just start by building a relationship. Just put things out there. You know, I'm just going to say hi to this person. You know, mm-hmm. and then yeah, in, in slowly and gradually, you'll you'll build confidence. You'll get to know somebody, and then it gets a little more comfortable, and then that's when those opportunities can come. And I think yeah. the key is prayer and asking the Lord to lead you through it. You know, if you try to do anything on your own, you're going to fall flat on your face. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when when you when you reach out to the Lord and you know that God's in control. Um, it's a miracle. You know, he does miracles. He he can change your attitude and he can give you confidence that you didn't even know you had. Right.
0: Right. And and, and Dan has said that the first couple steps of this process is not to go right away and ask someone, is to pray. Right. And ask God to reveal that person to you. You know, and then it, within that process, maybe there's some prayer for, for courage and strength to ask that person right. a question or get to know them better. Or, you know, the cool thing about doing this together as a church is that uh, if, if, someone asks you or you ask someone to, to enter some discipleship, they probably aren't going to be surprised. They've been hearing it for a couple of weeks and uh, it's probably expected or they're looking for it or maybe they've already done that to somebody else and they're they're glad that you've asked them to enter into some discipleship. So I think that the benefit of doing it together, at least for a season, is that we can all get used to uh, asking one another. Absolutely. Those, those important questions. Before we end, one of the things that I love about uh, what you do, and I don't know if you consider it discipleship, but I think I do, is, is uh, John works here on staff, and you've got your Bluetooth earbuds, yeah. you connected to your phone, and you're always talking to people.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you call people probably, I'd love to hear more about it, but from old churches and see how they're doing, and, and I've heard you pray with people, and I heard you just encourage people. Tell me a little bit about how you do that, why you do that, and if you would consider that discipleship.
1: I do. Yeah. I-, I consider it discipleship. It's just relationships I've built through the years. And as as I've grown, um, just I've got to know a lot of people. I've moved around a lot. I lived in Texas for a while. You know, I uh, lived in the high desert. So I've built relationships all over. And um, I have a personality where I reach out, and I usually connect. And uh, I've, my in my jobs, I used to drive a lot, and mm. so I would be on the phone. Here, I'm walking around campus all the time. So I'm, you know, I have opportunity. And uh, people think I'm nuts here talking to myself <laughs> some of <laughs> yeah. the time, but 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 really, um, it's an avenue where they might be in a car or they have an opportunity, and they might just be going, "Hey, John, will you will you um, pray with me on this? Or I'm struggling with this," and so I've taken it on where I'll call them, "Hey, man, how you doing today? What? How can I pray for you? How's this situation going?" Mm-hmm. Um, and. In some relationships, uh, I had moved to Texas. I was in Texas for 10 years, and I've got to build a new uh, uh, – rekindle a relationship from 10 years ago from where I used to live. Um, We started bike riding together again. Um, But he was struggling with some stuff, and so I was able to come alongside him and be an encouragement to him. And and I find um, it's a great avenue. I I have an opportunity to to talk to people, encourage them, uh, share love, and, and and I'm encouraged a lot of the ways, a lot of the times as well.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I think uh, you probably don't talk
0: to a lot of millennials on the phone because they're pretty scared of that. Yeah,
1: no, not not really. <laughs> but uh, I think that's it's a, becoming a rare
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that might, you know, in a different generation, they'll look back on that and think, wow, you, you would just call them and chat. You wouldn't, you wouldn't text them first or you wouldn't uh, set up a, a time later to connect on some app. You would just... What Call if they're in? busy? What yeah. if they said no? You know. Yeah. And I think you're stepping out in faith and just trusting God that the person there needs to have that conversation. Uh,
1: absolutely. If I tried to text him, that'd be like a two-hour conversation. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. It wouldn't be good.
0: <laughs> right, that's not a conversation. That's just, just information <laughs> right, on a text. Right, you're just right. getting something from something. But that's not the same as... Uh, building relationships, no, not or discipling. at all.
1: No, and to me, it, relationships are key. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, if whether it's face to face, over the phone, uh, I've just found that building those relationships, uh, they're great for me. But I, I have a heart to see people live in Christ in confidence. You know. Uh, there's so, many, there's so many folks out there, believers, who live in guilt and are just frustration. And I like to come beside them and encourage them and say, you know, in Ephesians chapter one, it talks about how God's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. So many times they just don't, they, they have the equipment, mm-hmm. they just don't know how to use it. And so to me, that's the exciting part. I can come beside them and remind them of what Christ has done for them and give them hope and show them that they have the ability to do that through Mm. Christ.
0: Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You really inspire me to kind of jump into those relationships and just trust that God, God will bless them and God will turn them into what's needed.
1: Awesome. Thank you. I could get you a Bluetooth headset. Yeah, there we go. That, right. might, that might
0: help. Awesome. Uh, I just want to encourage everyone to continue uh, to subscribe and listen to these episodes. I, I'd like to see, uh, when we drop this in the Facebook uh, group, the LBF Church Facebook group, is to hear any stories you guys already might have of uh, reaching out to others Uh, entering in discipleship relationships. I'd love to hear some awesome wins of some relationships forming and and meeting and getting together, and and for us to be able to encourage one another on the group. Uh, Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you Sunday. Bye.